It's tourney time, baby! Yeah! You combine the tournament and St. Patrick's Day, you got yourself something. Holy damn! By the way, I don't want to hear any of this crap that suddenly Notre Dame is the team of destiny because they won with 12.02 on the clock and it was St. Patrick's Day. I don't want to hear any of that because they're they're not going anywhere. They're going to get beat by Alabama. I hate to say it, but enjoy your day. Enjoy your victory. And then by Friday, heading out to the West Coast, your season comes to an end. Just wanted to throw that out there. Not to be the big wet blanket to start out the show that way. God, I love tournament time. I certainly do. Today, we got a good one coming up today. Uh, we've got the uh, the Vice President of Business Affairs, uh, Rick Schlesinger, going to be joining us uh, coming up here uh, just a little while. Also, we've got Pete Doherty today. We'll talk about Noble Horquez. I thought Bohorquez did a pretty good job. Unless, of course, he just, for whatever reason, cannot hold a a a, a field goal or a kick for Mason Crosby, and maybe they just need to find a new leg. But uh, they restructured the contract. Randall Cobb, Devondre Campbell's contract's done. Bohorquez is gone. They uh, they did let Lucas Patrick go. Uh, he goes to the Bears, which we talked a little bit about yesterday. Not happy about that. But uh, for the most part, a little bit of jockeying going on. But today, the madness begins. Ben, uh, are, now I know you've been up early. You've been doing the show. Are you, are you really, are you geeked? Are you ready for today? Yeah. I don't know. I'm hesitant, Bill. I went to sleep early last night. I woke up early. I'll be here until 8. So I, it kind of starts tomorrow for me. Um, I am excited for it to start, but it isn't like a am going to sit on my couch all day and drink beer day, obviously. So I, uh, I, so yesterday I was, t- you know, you and I were talking during the show and then off the air after I got off the air about coming into town. I know you're coming to town tomorrow, so we're not going to do Stenny's. Uh, you got uh, dinner plans. We're going to do Stenny's, but you're not. Uh, so I go downstairs yesterday because I told you uh, the guys from Budweiser showed up. So they dropped some, and and Kristen can crush. I mean, crush Bud Lights. So they they always bring some cases for her, and they drop some stuff off for me and everything. So, but what they got for you is the thirty pack. Oh boy, you get the thirty pack. Yeah, you get the you get the bonus six. The thirty pack they dropped off. It's sitting here and waiting, man. And that's not my, a bad way to go. Well, my taste, but I, I mean, I, I can taste the taste of beer in my mouth. I'm just a little yeah. more than a day away from touching it. Oh, the I can't 30 wait. pack. So I was, I was kind of shocked. I went downstairs and there's th- three or four cases sitting there. I'm like, Oh, this is great. Nice. And then I look over and it says to Ben and it's our guys from Beachwood distributing and Budweiser. And they said, here's the 30 pack. Knowing you're a collegiate guy living out in that area rather than the bottles as I have in the house, they brought you the 30-pack of cans. Wow. That's a so good day. Go. That's a good day. That's not bad. That's not bad. So we got that We got that going. Kristen got over here early today. She has been cooking the uh, the, the, the uh, corned beef and cabbage all night. It's so tender you can break it apart with a spoon. As soon as I'm off the air, boom, right, we're going somewhere. Not sure where. I think we might head to the bear trap for a little bit, listen to a buddy of ours play music, but uh, but heading out. I'm going to make the rounds today a little while. Uh, my, By the way, for those of you living in Lacrosse, listening to the program, the green uh, pullover today is the Lacrosse. I try to stay with green, but I also go with the teams. So I didn't do anything Green Bay Packer. I went with the Lacrosse Loggers today. The Lacrosse Loggers pullover today. So that was uh, that's what I did. So there you go. So all that going on. 
So uh, I'm excited. Although uh, I was disappointed to see Rutgers go down last night, I was a little bit shocked, to be honest with you. Uh, but beyond that, uh, I posted my picks, uh, although people are having a little trouble reading them. I get it. I had a couple of beers. I had a cigar. I was writing them down as I was going through doing all my reading, sitting at the bar the other night. Uh, but they're there. There they are. They're all printed out there. I posted them over on the Facebook fan page. So if you want to see them, go there. And uh, that way, you know, I'm not not full of crap, anything like that. Bam. How are we looking? You can see all my picks right there and uh, and do that. So that's that's another way kind of kind of get one over on me, I guess, if you choose to do so. So that's it. I'm fired up today. Uh, it's one of those days where you come in. We got a lot going on. I get it. We've got Pete Doherty coming up uh, in a, less than an hour from now, as a matter of fact. Going to talk some Packers and the restructure and everything that's gone on. Uh, Rick Schlesinger, VP of Business Affairs for the Milwaukee Brewers, going to join us a couple of hours from now. And our buddy Mark Schofield from the NFL Wire is going to be here to talk to us about the reshaping, the reshaping of, uh, of everything going on regarding the uh, Green Bay Packers and the rest of the NFL. So we thought Von Miller was going back to L.A. He did not. The Rams lose him. The Rams lose him. So, um, by the way, got to say happy birthday to Bruce. Bruce, happy birthday. Our buddy Bruce said to pass it along. So there you go. So happy birthday to Bruce as well. Uh, and I also have to acknowledge this uh, because otherwise I would be remiss because I always I, I love it when I uh, when I when I get emails and then when they when they are nasty um, or not nasty but just different um, you know I, I I recognize them as well. Whenever I go after somebody, I usually never hear from them. Okay, and God knows I have. If you listen to the program, you know I've I've gone after people before. Yesterday. Uh, there was a guy named Adam who tweeted me and uh, had a derogatory thing to say about one of our sponsors. Uh, and I went after him. He had the cojones to write me. And very sensibly, I might add. I appreciate that. He's no longer a listener, he says. But Adam, if by chance Adam Fisher, or Fleischner, I should say, if Adam's listening or somebody that knows Adam, I give him kudos for just having the cojones to stand up and say, this is what I was saying, this is what I meant, my bad, and he was pissed off at me, and that's fair. I appreciate that because you don't always see or hear the ramifications after a conversation on the air, and uh, and sometimes most of the 99.9% of the time, people that are jags are jags. They walk away, they smirk, they smile, they go do their thing, they go with their Twitter muscles on down the street. Adam did not. He had the uh, he had the balls to write me, and I appreciate that. I wrote him back, and uh, but I I appreciate that. I like that. It, it, I've always said this should be adults in a bar talking, arguing, agreeing, high fiving, drinking sports. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. So Adam, you to me. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. That's the number to get hold of us if you want to find us over on Twitter. Do so at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us over on the Facebook fan page. Find my picks over there as well. And uh, yes, we continue to add to the wine collection uh, for those of you. And I got all kind. Ben, how many people called yesterday with suggestions regarding wine? Ugh, in the tens, like at at least tens? eighteen. Okay, that's. Uh, which is, for a sports program to get 18 calls for wine, that's, you know, that's quite a bit. Uh, I got probably mm, 7 to 10 emails all about wine and wineries in the state of Wisconsin. 
And I love it. I Look, I'm you know me, man. I've always said, Stephanie Klett, wherever the hell you are, you should be calling us because we travel the state. We do affiliate shows everywhere, and we go see new things all the time. If there is anybody that can be an ambassador for, ambassador for everything in the state of Wisconsin, it's this program. It's this damn program, and we reach everybody. So I started getting these emails yesterday for all these different wineries and all these different places to buy wine and all these craft breweries that are opening up. And, oh, my goodness. It was amazing. So uh, to everybody that gave me suggestions, it's great. I got up this morning. I was in Woodman's. Uh, I went over there, and I had just to pick a couple of things up. And one of the, the, the cord for my uh, the, my phone charger had broke. And they got them over there for like 10 bucks. so I stopped in and get one. It's a 10-foot cord. Anyway, I'm walking through Woodman's. I saw a friend of mine. I'm talking to him. And as I'm leaving, I'm walking around. This is like at 7 in the morning. But the guy that opens up the liquor department, the big giant liquor store on the other side of Woodman's, walks past, and I, he kind of does that knocks on the window. That, hey, and he's pointing at me. And I'm like, I looked around like, me? And he's, uh, I, he opens a door, you know how, because they can't open before 8 a.m. So he opens the door with his hands. He pulls it open. He goes, are you Bill Michaels? I said, yeah. And he goes, hey, a friend of mine called and knew you lived in Waukesha. I was wondering if you came here. And I said, yeah, you know, I've been coming here for, you know, a couple years now. And he said, they've got wine for you. It's a local winery. I, I think it's, I, I don't want to misquote him. I think it was Cedar Creek. I'm not sure. But. People are knocking on windows. You know, like wine is coming out of. It's like we're we're. You know what? God did this, didn't Jesus do this? Where he turned water to wine. We're just got wine flooding in. So now we got to have some kind of a party. We got to do something with it, like support our local wineries and do something with it before it's all said and done. So I will take suggestions and see what we can possibly do for a little bit of a little bit of wine. And for those that aren't wine drinkers, we got Bud Light. We can always you know fortify that. So I thought I'd throw that out there too. What a weird day yesterday. Uh, 877-867-1670. Want to hit us up? Feel free to do so. Uh, this is from Brent. Brent says, uh, hey, you know who you got in your final four? My final four, and you can find it over on the Facebook fan page, Gonzaga, Kentucky, Villanova, Kansas. My final two, Gonzaga, Villanova. I got Gonzaga 73-69 over Villanova to win it all. I didn't go straight chalk, but pretty close. I took a couple of shots, have a couple of gut feelings, but uh, pretty close. Didn't go straight chalk, but there you have it. 73-69, Gonzaga gets the national title over Villanova. How are we looking? That's what I got. Thank you for asking. Ben, who you got in your final four? My final four looks a lot different than yours. I have Texas Tech, Purdue, Arizona, and Iowa. Um, I'm in love with all of the three seeds, even though I think Wisconsin will. Yeah, I heard that lose. today. Yeah, I don't think Wisconsin is going to up in the final four. So your final four again is is who? Texas Tech? Texas Tech, Purdue, Arizona, and Iowa. I could see Arizona. I don't think Iowa's getting there. I don't see Iowa getting past Kansas. Kansas is just so good. And I hate it. I can't stand it. It pains me. And anybody that knows me know it pains me. So you know I'm not picking with my heart when it comes to Kentucky. It just, it, it, but uh, Kentucky, it just, for everything I read, everybody I've talked to, Kentucky seems to be for real. I, and they think they're a Final Four team. Although I will say, I'm not a Calip- you know this, I'm not a Calipari fan. I'm not a Kentucky fan. I'm not a fan of Kentucky fans by any stretch of the imagination. But, it seems to be Kentucky. So, what's up with the okay. Villanova love? I, you know what? I just 
I've watched them play a couple of times this year. I just really like the way they play. They they can score beyond the arc. They're fast hands. They play really good transitional defense, and they create offense with it. They just don't have a ton of flaws. That's all. They just don't. But I I I just got that feeling, and I look at it as I think they have a pretty clear path. I think they can get past Loyola Chicago. Uh, as much as I like Tennessee, I don't. I just don't think this is Tennessee's year. I think they're going as far as they can go. So I got Villanova and Arizona. I don't have. A, I I can't just go chalk Arizona as a one across the board. I I just think Villanova's had more experience. So I'm I went with Villanova there to get in the Final Four. And I and I as much as I like Bill Self, I don't think Kansas is ready to 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 take the throne. So I put Villanova in there. That's why I I think. Loyola Chicago is going to knock off Ohio State. Uh, now, if Ohio State gets past Loyola Chicago, then Villanova is up for a pretty good challenge. But I just think Loyola Chicago right now kind of rolling, and Ohio State's not playing their best basketball right now. And so I like Villanova to beat Loyola Chicago. I think they're going to get past Tennessee, and that puts them up against Arizona in the Elite Eight. I think they get the win. There you go. That's all. Simple. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I see it. I don't know. As a former Nova guy, I've kind of learned, except for the national championship teams, that they're they're a two seed and they'll lose to a seven. <laughs> but you just said, except for the national championship teams. Right. But those happened <laughs> later in my childhood. <laughs> when just... I was young, it was they'd be a they'd be a two. They'd play like I don't know, USC, who's a seven. They lose every yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that's what you love about the tournament. And the one thing about the tournament over the last few years. It has been wrought with upsets. The, the college basketball, more so than college football, has become such, I don't want to say an even playing field, but it's become a lot more balanced in the last decade. I, it just has. Um, now, and, and we've even seen, you know, a the first, you know, 16 seed to get a win. And they did that over Virginia. So it's just become so much more balanced, I think. Um, or at least the playing field has tipped in the favor of balance over the last decade. So I, anything could happen. I agree with that. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I got, but I got money on this, so I have to. I had to really read and try to try to do my due diligence. Jay Wright One, is going to look tremendous, though. Oh, yeah. that that's a given. Oh, the that's spray tan is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, the spray tan will be fine as long as he doesn't go too much because then he gets orange. Gets a little orange. I don't know. But the I, hair is the hair is always good. I still think the orange looks good on him. Okay. <laughs> looks like a tall, skinny Oompa Loompa. <laughs> that wins basketball games. There you go. 877-867-1670. The madness is going to begin in about an hour from now. First to tip off will be Michigan. And I was searching around. I'm flipping through, and I'm looking at all the matchups, and I was watching uh, the four-letter network, and I'm like, I just I can't watch all this anymore and all the Deshaun Watson coverage and such. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And uh, I, I just flipping through before I went uh, went on the air. And for whatever reason, my TV froze. It is frozen at the moment. i got to reset it. It's frozen on Quincy, the old Quincy show. I don't know if that's a sign or not for anything. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael show after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day, one and all. Welcome back. Between St. Patrick's Day and March Madness, oh, it's a good one today. Got to say thanks to our friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Hard Soda as well. It's seltzer with a Papa Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Classic Cola, Cherry Cola, Citrus Soda, and Orange Soda. And Bud Light has nailed it and got it right. And uh, all the way with zero sugar. Check out our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Hard Soda. So, Ben, who was that? Was uh, That wasn't a local band, right? Uh, Dropkick Murphys. Dro- was that Dropkick Murphys? I See, I wasn't sure. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're Boston, right? Boston band. Yeah. That's the Irish Correct Boston blood in me. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kristen's had that stuff fired up all day. Oh, it's great. So it's great at certain times. Purpose. I'll say that. Yes. Yes. I remember when they played Wrigley field. That was a, that was a huge deal when they played Wrigley some years back and it it's, or not Wrigley, uh, um, Fenway some years back and just the whole place, entire place rocked. I didn't go, but a friend of mine was there and he said it was just, it was an amazing concert. Oh, it's um, the soundtrack of the departed too. So yeah, yeah Boston padded, people love that stuff. Right. <laughs> oh, so yeah, the, uh, the dropkick Murphy is going to be played a lot today, a whole lot today. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hey, we were talking winery yesterday, uh, Jake. He uh, is uh, been with uh, Jake Wagner. He's been uh, the winemaker at Forgotten Fire Winery for a long time. Been there since the beginning. And remember yesterday, I was telling you about the Peshtigo fire? Yeah. Do you remember that? So he actually, and and just to give everybody that lives in the state of Wisconsin a little, little lesson, Forgotten Fire Winery is be called that because of the Peshtigo fire. It was the same day in 1871 as the Great Chicago Fire. And even though the Peshtigo Fire was actually larger and more destructive in many ways, uh, it's forgotten about because it happened on the same day as the fire in Chicago. So everybody talks about Mrs. O'Leary's cow and the Great Chicago Fire, but they fail to remember the Peshtigo Fire up in northern Wisconsin, up just south of Menominee Marinette. So uh, that's the reason they called it Forgotten Fire Winery. Did not know. Again, just preaching the state of Wisconsin here. It's what we do. It's what we do. So thanks for uh, thanks for reaching out. Got to get up there. If they really want to get some more pub, you can always send us some stuff. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Um, AutoCat says uh, Packers have to get a new punter. What about Pat, Pat O'Donnell from the Bears? Um, punters, I'm not necessarily concerned about. Uh, the biggest thing about a punter is you got to be a good holder as well. That's that's the big thing for a punter. They signed Pat uh, O'Donnell today. Oh, did they end up signing him? Yeah, this morning. Okay, I knew that. I, I wasn't sure if uh, they ended up signing him or not. So there you go. So they got him. Pat O'Donnell, the new punter for the Green Bay Packers. Let's hope he's a better holder. Than Corey Bohorquez. And Bohorquez, boy, I tell you what, you talk about a big leg. But the problem was he was somewhat inconsistent. You know, he'd give you two or three games where he was kicking 50, 55 yards easy. And all of a sudden, he'd give you one where you really, really need it. And 32 yards. He was just inconsistent that way. Um, Our buddy Steve said it's been a long couple of years since the madness has come back in full force. 
Uh, bring on dunks, three-pointers, upset Cinderella. How we looking? Uh, good luck to Bucky and Marquette. Hopefully they can both maneuver into the next weekend. Tournament can get started on a high note as Colorado State hopefully smokes Michigan. Is Michigan? Now, I know in these parts, Michigan's hated. I know in Columbus, Ohio, Michigan is hated. I get that. But I'm looking at, at stuff across the country. There's a lot of people, a lot of people that don't like what Dwan Howard did in reaching out and trying to take a slap. And there's a lot of people that are rooting against Michigan that feel like Michigan let him off easy. I, I think the country's looking at Michigan short of people that actually live near Ann Arbor. Um, I, I think a lot of the country is looking at this going first game. Let's see Michigan just get trounced. There's a lot of people that don't that don't think that they even belong as uh, their seeding goes because they just didn't earn it. You know, an 11 seed when you got Rutgers and Indiana, and Indiana beat them both playing into the tournament, and Michigan got handed an 11 seed. So people, I agree with you. Let's see if uh, Colorado State can smoke them, get them out of the tournament. Tournament. Kudos to Russ Ball and Brady Gudikins for the fantastic job to date, getting the job done on the salary cap. I would think that there's more jockeying and cuts yet to come. And they can get Devontae under contract. Lastly, the first radio broadcast for the Milwaukee Brewers Sunday with decent weather. Um, this could be the first cocktail on the deck this spring listening to the broadcast, seeing the ridiculous contract that Chris Bryant signed has that priced Anthony Rizzo and any other potential first baseman out of it. Um, let the madness begin. Yeah, the, uh, the the that contract, God. Well, and then you saw Freddie Freeman sign with the Dodgers. You figured the Dodgers were going to swoop in at some point, right? So Freddie Freeman's off to the Dodgers. So now we'll see. Now we'll see what happens. Um, I kept thinking that the Brewers, knowing that's one area of concern, might grab themselves a first baseman, but as the money has gone, which I find it funny. Don't you find it interesting, Ben, that the owners complain about the money and then go out and sign Freddie Freeman and company and Schwarber to these stupid, huge contracts? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And the Cubs owner's uh, trying to buy a soccer team, but he can't right? pay Chris Bryant. I, I just, it's, it's fascinating to me how you can sit there and cry poor mouth, we don't have money, we can't do this, we can't do that, and then the minute the deal is signed, you get drunk on yourself, you throw up on yourself, you puke in your own shoes, and you toss out an exorbitant amount of money. Zero, zero, zero Fs given when it comes to the ownership of any Major League Baseball team. Uh, we will talk a little bit later on, though, with Rick Schlesinger, and i got to bring it up. I don't know if anybody saw this. It was in the Journal Sentinel very quietly a week ago where they're going to ask for assistance in paying for $100 million in renovation. And it's always an interesting topic whenever you talk about, you know, billionaire owners looking for public assistance in getting money. You know, the, they just paid off uh, American Family Field uh, just a couple of years ago. Uh, they just got it paid off. They got that uh, Wisconsin Stadium District debt paid off and that sales tax rescinded and such. And now they're looking at doing it again. And the one thing that many people felt was it'll be it'll never end. It'll be paid off in 20 years, but it doesn't matter because they're going to find another way to screw us and take our money and such. And they did pay it off. And that sales tax did come to an end. However, now you have to ask yourself, 
it, you know, first of all, what renovations are needed to Miller Park or to American Family Field? What renovations? It's a beautiful ballpark. I don't know anything underneath infrastructure. Like at County Stadium, County Stadium needed to be redone. It was a toilet. It was awful. It needed, it, they needed to level it and start over, and they did. And they did it magnificently. But underneath, I don't know what would be. It, it looks as new today as it did the day it opened. They keep that ballpark immaculate. So I don't know what infrastructure for $100 million has to be done. Now, unless you're talking maintenance on the roof, you know, certainly, you know, you're going to start, you know, changing out some of the bogeys and such. I Okay, I get that for the opening and closing of that roof. That is a massive, massive, massive structure. But I don't know what specific they have in mind for needs for that ballpark for that amount of money. But before you jump on the screw them, I'm not paying a dime bandwagon, think about it some years ago when we were leading the, the charge, basically, for new money for the Pfizer Forum. Had you not, as a state, put that money up, you wouldn't have had what you have. You wouldn't have the NCAA tournament here. You wouldn't have a Bucks championship in the state of Wisconsin. You wouldn't have that influx of income. You wouldn't have had the reinvention of the Deer District for the area downtown. And don't forget, Milwaukee County pays the taxes into the state of Wisconsin and basically receives an equal share as everybody else. But that's the largest city, and the more taxes that get paid there, the more it gets spread out to the rest of the, ci- the, rest of the state which is something that Milwaukee County is arguing about right now, but that's neither here nor there. But I, a hundred million bucks in the grand scheme of things. And I know I'm going to sound stupid when I say this, it's kind of a drop in the bucket. It's kind of a no brainer to keep Milwaukee Brewers baseball here. Just think about what we would not have without the Brewers. Think about the, the tax dollars that would not be coming in into the state without the Brewers and without the bucks. So, before you jump on the screw them bandwagon, you really do got to think about it. And then there, my my thought is, if you do it, it pretty much guarantees the fact that they're going to remain. Because in 2030, that's when the the the, the lease is up. And if if by chance they don't want to remain in the state of Wisconsin, being the smallest media market and all of major sports, they have the ability to move. And obviously we don't want that. So you got to kind of weigh that. I know it's a touchy subject. I know people get pissed. But um, they, uh, I, 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 you, you got to be smart. Got to be smart. Uh, 877-867-1670, hit us up. But we're going to talk with Rick Schlesinger uh, coming up here in about an hour and a half from now. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Happy 
happy St. Patrick's Day. We are glad you are with us. Welcome back to the Bill Michael Show. Want to remind you, a week from Monday, a week from Monday, if you are, excuse me, a week from Monday, a week from Friday, a week from tomorrow, a week from tomorrow, please come by. It's Friday, March 25th, 5 to 7. We're going to be at Albanese's Roadhouse right there on Blue Mound Road, 2301 West uh, Blue Mound Road in Waukesha, right next to Menards, across the street from Home Depot. Please come out. We're going to be doing some celebrity bartending out there. Myself, Gina Della from Pella, which her ch- this charity is very close to her heart. It's called Special Spaces, and uh, they uh, basically create these beautiful bedrooms for kids that are going through and battling cancer, going through cancer treatments and such. And they do such a such a wonderful job with all of this. And they're going to be the benefactor. We're going to give all of our tips, any other money raised. Uh, we're going to do all of this uh, from 5 to 7, coming up a week from tomorrow on Friday, March 25th, 5 to 7, Albanese's Roadhouse. Please come out. Please come out and join us. Come on out and have yourself a beverage, something we can serve you. <laughs> And enjoy, and uh, Joey's got some great food there. So if you want to eat there as well, um, that's fantastic. But come on out, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna live stream the whole thing. So if you're not in the area and you want to, you know, lo- watch the live stream, maybe make a donation. You can do that. So please come on out if you can. It's coming up on Friday, March 25th, five to seven on uh, at Albanese's Roadhouse, right uh, on uh, Blue Mountain Road, 2301 Blue Mountain Road, Waukesha, next to Menards and across the street from Home Depot. So. Come on out and say hello. 877-867-1670. So the Freddie Freeman deal, $162 million bucks, which I shouldn't say it that way anymore because we should be pretty much used to these ridiculous contracts. Um, but uh, they finally, it's a six-year deal. Six years, $162 million. And in Major League Baseball, that's all guaranteed. The Braves' first baseman, Matt Olson. Uh, they signed the or the Braves signed their first baseman Matt Olson to an eight-year, one hundred sixty-eight million dollar contract extension. They got him in a trade from the Oakland A's the day before. Um, so Freeman out, Olson in. Freeman goes to the Dodgers, um, and uh, the Brewers still, you know, you'd like to see, you'd like to see a free agent first baseman come in if the Brewers, because that's the only area really that you can think of when it comes to knowing need as to, you know, who's, who's left, so to speak. So you'd like to see Major League Baseball, um, or not to see Major League, but, but the Milwaukee Brewers find themselves another first baseman if they could, but I don't know if they're going to be able to Going to be able to get into some all some or all of this. Chris Bryant gets that seven year deal with the Rockies, so he gets oh, seven years, one hundred and eighty two million. One hundred and eighty two million, he gets with the Rockies. Just gets crazy, banana money. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so again. Eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. You're still hoping for Anthony Rizzo, aren't you, Ben? No, he's in New York. Signed with the oh, Yankees. he did go to New York. That's right. I forgot about that. He did go to New York. It's okay. So the Anthony Rizzo deal is dead. The, the you, We can officially scrap the petition to get him here. I mean, they were all so kind he, of pipe dreams, right? These aren't contracts right, the Brewers right. are really going to give out, or those at least. 
But I do think there could be a bargain or two left to be made. There might be. I just don't know. Yeah, you would have loved to have seen. I, now, the Brewers weren't going to get into that kind of money. They could have maybe overpaid for a shorter term contract, but they weren't going to. They weren't going to pay that kind of money. That's the that's the sad part about it. Kyle Schwarber's gone. He's off to the Phillies. Um, for Anthony, who just said, "What about Kyle Schwarber?" He went to the Phillies. Phillies, right? He went to the Phillies. Yep. Yeah, Phillies. Um. So yeah, he's gone. So yeah, those those premier first basemen that you were kind of holding your breath for, nah, baby, nah, not happening. Not coming anywhere near the Brewers, unfortunately. I would have loved to have seen the Brewers just kind of say, look, now's our time. The Central's wide open. We should be the most dominant team in the Central. Let's just take that next step and go, here you go. But coming off of back-to-back years in which you either had uh, no fans or a limited amount of fans, it uh, probably wasn't the easiest of times to say, hey, let's go out and spend additional money. But I give the Brewers credit for what they did last year. Coming out of a season in which they didn't have any fans at all, they still went out and got Colton Wong and still made some moves and and spent money. And that was impressive. That was impressive. So we'll talk a little bit more about baseball coming up after the top of next hour or the hour after. Coming up after the top of this hour, we're going to talk with Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, as the uh, Packers continue to make moves, continue to cut down to get themselves under the salary cap yesterday. Now what else is left for this team? And what else do they have to do? And how much is going to be cut? What else is going to be spent? What other areas of need do they have? And we'll get into all of that coming up here in just a few. Uh, Keith says, I still believe the Brewers are one of the best teams in the National uh, League. Uh, They should be a team to be contend with. Can they get to the NLCS and beyond? I think this is their year. Have faith. I, I Look, I think they their pitching can get them there. Anytime you got good pitching. But I think what we're hoping for, let's be honest, okay? If you really want to cut it down to size, this is the bottom line. The bottom line is, do you get Christian Yelich back? Do you get a good Christian Yelich back, right? Does Christian Yelich hit? Does Andrew McCutcheon hit and give you some of the power numbers? Does Hunter Renfro hit, give you some of the power numbers? Does Lorenzo Cain get back to a um, a batting average of 270 or, or more? That type of thing. But if Christian Yelich can give you 280, 275, but boost the power numbers, if he can give you more than, you know, than what he's given you at least the last year and a half. He hasn't given you 21 home, he gave you 21 home runs in the last two years. Can he get to 30? Can he get to 26, 27, 28 this year and actually get back to hitting the ball hard? If Christian Yelich can do that, I think everything else falls into place. Urias solidified himself over at third base. Your infield, for the most part, short of first base is set. Not that Rowdy Telez is going to be any kind of a defensive backstop over there because he's really not. He's more there just because he can hit some home runs. He can give you a little bit of an average, but that's about the extent of it. But can he give you better than uh, than what he gave you last year? You know, Rowdy Telez last year, 11 home runs, hit, what, 240-something, 242. So he's got to give you better than that. And maybe the the – the platoon situation of first base turns out to be something much, much better, but you'd still like to see an everyday guy that has a batting average uh, of, say, 265, 270, can give you some pop of 25 homers, you know, that type of thing, give you an OPS right around 8, 800, 850. You don't have to be crazy with, you know, a 910 OPS. Just 
Give me 800. Give me 850. Somewhere in there. Something more consistent than what you've had in the past. If you can get that, you're, you're not bad. Uh, let's step away. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You want to park your shillelagh somewhere? I get it. St. Patrick's Day reference. How are we looking? Get a hold of our friends over at Wisconsin Harley Davidson, and they've got uh, a lot of the uh, new Harleys in. They've got a terrific selection of used Harleys, and who knows? Maybe you get lucky. Ah, 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 there you go. And uh, find my buddy Craig, the general manager over there. Find him in today or tomorrow or over the weekend for that matter, and get yourself uh, a terrific, terrific, terrific uh, new ride. Something you've just always wanted. That's our friends at uh, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to WISHD.com. That's WISHD.com. Again, WISHD.com. Andrew McCutcheon showed up at Brewers training camp. He said, I had some decisions to make pretty quickly, and the Brewers were on top of it, showing their interest to me, which is something I appreciated and was uh, one of the reasons that led me to come here. Of course, there's some other things as well, but it's great to be here. I'm happy to be here, and I'm looking forward to to getting started now McCutcheon he already joins a relatively crowded outfield but it looks like he's going to be slotted to do a lot of DH work as well uh, he's going to be out there with the uh, you know Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain Hunter Renfro who was acquired from the Red Sox uh, right before the lockout the Brewers also have uh, the return of Tyrone Ty- uh, Taylor uh, but the arrival of you know McCutcheon and the arrival of the DH in the NL the National League should give the Brewers a little more opportunities to uh to to play all these guys and get them enough at bats uh, in the addition uh, as well McCutcheon also provides the insurance in case of injury uh, Kane played just 78 games and Yelich appeared in 117 games last season and they don't you know because we keep talking about well they don't need anybody well, yeah they do you keep forgetting that Lorenzo Kane only played 78 games last year you know Christian Yelich uh, I don't know what issues he had but. He only played 117 games last year as well. So uh, McCutcheon isn't playing at the all-star level that he showed when he was with Pittsburgh. We all know that. He batted 222 with 27 homers and 80 RBI while posting a 334 on base percentage and a 444 slugging percentage with the Philadelphia Phillies last year. But he hit 293 with a 405 on base percentage against left-handers. Think about that at American Family Field. And he's also got a history of performing well here. He batted 289 with a 350 on base percentage, 23 dingers and 61 RBIs at American Family Field in his playing career. And after playing for the Pirates from uh, 2009 through 2017, he was with San Francisco, New York, and Philadelphia. Uh, And now he's ready to get uh, back into, as he said, uh, you know, just his last team, one more team and to get back into the National League Central. So uh, I said it at the time. I thought a good move. Um, I, I I thought a good move for the Brewers was when they picked up Andrew McCutcheon. I really did. I, I thought it was solid. It gives him a lot of versatility. It gives him good insurance. It gives him more, more stick at DH. He hits well. 
at American Family Field. He hits left-handers extremely well. So it really does give them, statistically, you know, when you talk about the sabermetrics of, of baseball, it gives you that ability to be versatile. So an, another good bat in the lineup. I liked it. I I don't know how some of you felt. I know that there was some consternation because of, uh, uh, of uh, you know, being yet another outfielder. But I liked it. I liked it a lot. 877-867-1670. By the way, the Randall Cobb thing, and I just I put this out on Twitter, but um, they're talking about, uh, you know, Cobb uh, being restructuring. And it's not a restructure. He took $5 million less. He took a pay cut. He was due to make $9.5 million. He's making $4.5 million. Give Randall Cobb. We always talk about players towards the end of their career. We want them to take a pay cut, and they're talking money, and, and, and he took the pay cut. He did not restructure. He took a pay cut just to stay with the Green Bay Packers, the team that drafted him, and obviously to be you know be there the way Aaron Rodgers and such. And who knows? Maybe Rodgers said, hey, take a pay cut, wink, wink, nod, nod, and I'll write you a check for $5 million. Who knows? But he took a pay cut. I give him a lot of credit. A lot of credit. Hopefully you do as well. That's uh, that's solid. That's real solid. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Hey, uh, one other thing, uh, one other note. Uh, last night the Bucks, uh continue to win, 135-126. On the road, they knocked off the Sacramento Kings Last night, Giannis obviously dropping uh, uh, dropping 36 in that contest. But Brooke Lopez, again, 15 minutes, only had three points, but 15 minutes, a couple of boards last night, up and down the floor pretty well, a couple of fouls, uh, I think, uh, three or four, something like that. Uh, but uh, it wasn't a great night for Brooke, but still getting his legs under him, getting his legs under him, and uh, which is good. It was it, it was good to see him back on the floor again. Uh, not sore, not ailing, as they thought he might be after the other night. But uh, good to see Brooke Lopez play again last night. Chris Middleton dropping 32. As much as we talk about Giannis and what he did last night, uh, you got uh, Chris Middleton went 7 of 10 beyond the arc last night. He was draining. He was feeling it. Also, he had eight assists. Eight assists. Eight assists out of the team's 21 assists last night went to Chris Middleton. He's playing some good basketball right now. Big time. Bobby Portis last night, 12 points. But in the plus minus, I got up this morning and I was reading the uh, the uh, the stats because I wanted to see, because I thought Bobby Portis played pretty well. Uh, he had three assists. He had six boards last night. He was pretty tenacious. He was he was on backside defense, played pretty well. And it wasn't the shots that he, he contested. It was the fact that shots weren't taken because he was playing that well, which I thought was pretty good. And he ended up with a plus 13 last night in the uh, the plus minus. So, Bobby Portis played some good basketball last evening also. Good stuff. Coming up after the top of the hour, Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is going to be here. We're going to talk a little bit more about Randall Cobb, the fact that the Packers have signed a new punter, and Bajorquez out, got a new guy coming in. So we're going to talk uh, some punter, and also what else needs to be done for this Green Bay Packers team, and who else he thinks is going to uh, find their way either out the door with another restructure. And in addition to that, you got Devontae. We'll talk a little Devontae and everything else that goes along with it. By the way, the Cleveland Browns have now officially said we are out. They are not in on the Deshaun Watson stuff anymore. They're done. 
Baker Mayfield is going to be their quarterback. There you go. You're getting a live look outside right now on the Bud Light live stream. As I went outside today, I cleaned up the backyard a little bit. Picked it up. Brushed off the patio a little bit. I'm feeling it. Nice warm weather. Looking for some rain tomorrow. Kind of wash it off from all the bick that was there underneath the snow and the ice. But uh, it's, it's, it's coming along. Coming along. Feeling it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We are just moments away from madness. I can't wait. More of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 